So let's say, for example, you had a, a father and that dude went to jail in 1981, but he buried a hundred thousand dollars, dollars, fiat currency in the backyard somewhere. He put it in something and he buried it somewhere and it's been hidden for, for the last 40 years. That dude thought in 1981, hey, listen, man, I'm leaving some great money for my kids. When I get out 30, 40 years later, you know, I got a hundred G's and I'm rich. What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of the DNG, the Driven Not Given podcast. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about why cash is trash and savers are losers. Now, I know that sounds mean to say savers are losers, but let me explain as I get into through this episode, right? So with that being said, we're going to start with a history lesson. We're going to go back to 1944. Now, in 1944, we had what's called the Brenton Woods Agreement. The Brenton Woods Agreement was basically that the U.S. dollar was backed by gold, right? So we had a gold-backed U.S. dollar, and it was the only currency in the world that was backed by gold, right? That's when you may have heard of the gold standard, right? That's when, when that happened. But then fast forward to 1971, President Nixon. President Nixon, what he did is he took us off of the gold standard. So then we went from being a commodity money to being a fiat money. So what happens when you go from a commodity money to a fiat money? Fiat money is backed by nothing. It was backed by the government, not backed by gold. So now what happens is when it was backed by gold, it was a lot more stable, a lot more secure. You could only have in circulation the amount of dollars based on the gold that you had. So it was backed by something. So when it went to a fiat currency, it's backed by nothing, which means they could start printing money out of nowhere. So what happens when they start printing money out of nowhere? The cost, the value, I should say, of the dollar starts getting devaluated over time, right? And that's what we're going to get into here today. So a lot of people very often think, oh, things are getting more expensive. And well, I guess technically they are getting more expensive. But if we really want to dive down into the issue, it isn't so much that things are getting more expensive, is that the dollar is becoming less valuable, right? So as time goes on, the dollar is less valuable. Let's look at, for example, there's a lot of beautiful cars out there, right? I love sports cars. So let's talk about a Ferrari. Let's talk about a Lamborghini. If everybody was driving or every other person was driving a Lamborghini and or a Ferrari, then we wouldn't look, they wouldn't be as valuable to us. You know why? Because we see them all the time. But part of the reason, part of the reason why they are valuable is because there isn't a lot of them. Same thing with the dollar, right? Now, especially during the pandemic, they printed more money. The government printed more money in the last, what, 18 months. Okay. They printed more money in the last 18 months than they have in the last 50 years. One of the things that they mention is, oh, this is not going to have an effect on the economy. This is not going to have an effect. We're not going to pay for it. No, no, no. We're paying for it. Right. And I'm going to get into how we're paying for it. I'm going to get into exactly what the numbers look like and why we're paying for it. Okay, so let's look at assets. Let's look at some of the things that are God's money, right? Gold. They call gold God's money. Real estate. God is not creating more real estate. There's a certain finite amount of real estate. There's a certain finite amount of gold, certain finite amount of, of Bitcoins. Matter of fact, there's 21 million Bitcoin that are ever going to be mined as well. Even though that's digital, it's programmed to where there's a finite amount of cryptocurrency. 
guess what? It tends to hold this value. It does hold this value. Historically, it holds this value. That is why gold is called God's money. An ounce of gold was worth $460 in 1981. Now, as of the recording of this, this is November 2021. An ounce of gold right now is approximately $1,800. Between $1,760 and $1,800. Let's just call it an even $1,800, okay? So we're talking about fourfold. In the last 40 years, it went up fourfold, okay? Not too shabby. That means it doubled every decade on average. That's an ounce of gold. Now let's look at the average cost of a property in, in California. $107,710 to be exact. That was the average price of a home in California in 1981. What is the average price of a home in 2021, 40 years later? 795,600. Okay? Almost eightfold. So you've got two finite amount things. You've got gold and you've got real estate, right? So now let's take a look at an example. Let's say, for example, you've got a family member, your grandparents. They say in 1981, $100,000 in 1981 was significantly more than it is now. Based on these numbers, roughly four to eight times more. It was worth four to eight times more. So let's say, for example, you had a, a father and that dude went to jail in 1981, but he buried $100,000 dollars fiat currency in the backyard somewhere he put it in something and he buried it somewhere and it's been hidden for for the last 40 years that dude thought in 1981 hey listen man i'm leaving some great money for my kids when i get out 30 40 years later you know i got 100 g's and i'm rich because guess what in 1981 that was pretty close to being rich right now hundred thousand. that's not even close to being rich but guess what Let's say he left it $100,000. At the time, his house was worth $107,000. So he's thinking, shit, I could buy a, a, a house paid off and I've got no mortgage. Well, when he comes out in 2021, guess what? That average house that he wants to buy that used to be $100,000, $107,000, guess what? It's almost $800,000. That means that, that uh, when you compare it to real estate, that $100,000 lost about seven times its value. Now... What if this dude went to jail, but if before he went to jail, he parked that 100000 into a property. He bought a property, $100,000 cash, right? And just made sure that his family members paid, you know, the taxes on that property. Or he put $100,000 in gold bars, right? Let's say ounces of gold, enough ounces of gold to equal 100000 He comes out 40 years later, that gold that he invested $100,000 into today would be worth about $400,000, a little bit over $400,000. Not too shabby, right? Why? That's why we say cash is trash, right? And savers are losers. Why? Because savers are saving trash. Savers are saving something that is losing value month after month, year after year. For example, I live in California. California gas prices right now as of November, 2021 are almost five bucks. In some areas, they've hit $7. Where I'm at, they're between four and 450 probably. I don't really look at the price of gas, but I do know that it's right, right around there. Two years ago, they were under two bucks. It doubled. In some areas two years ago, they were under two bucks. 
It literally doubled. Now, let me ask you this. Some things go up in price more than others. But what is the average, the medium incomes increase, the, the medium households annual increase at their job? 2.8 to 3%. So I'm going to get into some numbers right now that I think are going to shock you when you look at these numbers because most people don't realize it. You guys have heard me say the story about the frog. How do you cook a frog? Little by little. You put it in room temperature water, raise the temperature little by little. Then before you know, the frog is cooked. Guess what? You're being cooked. If you don't know this information and you're not making a certain amount of money, interest on your money, you're not increasing how much you're earning every single year by at least a certain amount. Guess what? You're getting cooked and you don't even know it. That's why we're doing this video. So let's get into these numbers. Okay. So again, what is the average person's salary increase yearly in America? 2.8 to 3% per year. Okay. This is average. And by the way, this also depends on your skills and the value that you bring to the marketplace. There's some people that they've been getting paid the same amount of money for the last five, 10 years. They haven't got an increase. Some people are getting a, you know, a 50 cent increase per, per year, maybe a dollar increase per year, maybe, right? And some people, they, they're, you're watching this and you're thinking, well, shit, two to three percent per year. I haven't got any percent in the last three years, right? So, but this is what they claim the average is. Now, what they also claim that inflation is, the government claims that inflation is roughly two to three percent. Isn't that interesting? Coincidence? They claim that the average person gets a two to three percent increase yearly. But they claim that inflation is 2 to 3%. So then it makes people think, okay, good. We're staying the same then. At least we're staying the same. We're not becoming less and less valuable. We're not becoming more and more poor, right? But the truth is that inflation has never been 2 to 3%. That's why savers are losers. Because if you save money, you're losing money. You're losing something that's, that's losing its value year after year. So guess what happens? The average inflation is actually not 2 to 3%. It's closer to 10% per year. Lately, because of the pandemic, it's even more. Because Listen, I'm not going to say why, but I'll tell you this much. Since November, right, 2020 especially, it has th this country has been declining and inflation has been increasing. I don't know why since November 2020. You do the math, right? But anyways, so let's look at what some of the increases have been. So I've got a list here. Since November 2020, car rentals have gone up 87%. By the way, all of these are, 80, this one is 87.6%, I believe it is. So all of these are, are actually a tad bit higher. Used cars, 45%. Gas in America, since November 2020, right now we're November 2021. In the last year, gas has gone up 45%. Used cars, 45%. Rental uh, 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 cars, 87%, airfare, 24%, furniture, 8%, bacon, 8%. Good thing I don't eat bacon. <laughs> Fruit, 7%. Shoes, 6%. Fresh fish, 6%. Milk, 5%. Now, there was a whole long list. I didn't want to go through the whole list, but this is a lot of things. The lowest one was 5%. You got 5%, 6, 8, 24, 45, 45, 40, 87, right? These are the percentages that I just talked about. Now, what has people's income increased? Two to three percent, right? Do you see a problem? If you go and you look at the data, if you go and you do a little bit of homework, in the 1950s, one, one fa the father, you got the husband, wife, kids, and the father, right? The, the, the husband. He would be able to go 
In America, 1950, 1960, the father used to be able to go be the breadwinner. Make it the average person in the 1950s in America made the equivalent of $100,000 per year. He used to be able to go to work eight hours a day, come back, spend time with the kids, have the weekends free, blah, 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 and support an entire family and send the kids to school. Now, as time goes on, the wife had to work in order to make do. Then, as time goes on, now the kids have to go to work to make do, and they live with the parents. Why? Because they all can't afford to pay that mortgage, to pay the taxes, to pay all that needs to get paid. But how did that happen? That happened gradually. The frog got cooked gradually, gradually, gradually. Nowadays, you realize a bunch of people, they live up, and I, I see it. I, I'm in Los Angeles, California. I've got friends and family that live a bunch of people. The kids are now adults. They all have their jobs and they all come home to the same house. Sometimes they convert the garage in order to make ends meet. Why did that happen? That happened because of inflation. And inflation right now, more than ever before, is increasing by a rapid rate that we've never seen before. But the point that I'm getting to is this. Cash is trash, okay? You want to look into parking your money in some assets that actually increase in value because the dollar is decreasing in value rapidly, especially with all this money printing, rapidly. So real estate, crypto, gold, silver, stocks, I have money in all of these things. But for example, I've been in cryptocurrencies since 2013. There's a bunch of cryptos that I like, but guess what? There is more opportunities to make money nowadays. Right now, we are in the biggest shift of wealth that's ever happened in mankind. Right now, more than ever before, it is the easiest to get rich and to get wealthy. But most people, they're not looking at the information to go out there. They're not connecting themselves to the right people, the right information. They're entertaining themselves, right? So cryptocurrency, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> real estate is a great option. Some people, they don't have the money for real estate. I've got money in real estate. I've got money in Walmart stores that are automated stores that pay me a cash flow. Okay, I'll tell you what one of the best investments I made in 2021. In January of 2021, I bought a, I'm into cryptocurrency. I bought a node for a cryptocurrency named Gala for gaming. It's a huge gaming platform. Cost me 2,600 bucks. Okay. I bought two of them, bought one for 2,600. And then like every month it goes up in price. So if you want to buy it again, the second one I bought for 6,000, but let's talk about the 2,600 one. Cause that one has the biggest ROI. I've mined about 400,000 coins right now. They're worth about 10 cents. It's 40 grand. The note itself, if I want to sell today, it sells for 27,000. So I turned a $2,600 investment into a $27,000 investment that has already made me over $40,000 in cryptocurrency and is mining crypto every single day, right? Now, this is a space that I'm in and I know some friends that are very, very successful in this space and they let me know what are some good things to park some money into, but I diversify. But the point that I'm getting to is this, that's just one example, right? You've got to be smart about, hey, listen, how much money am I making and how much of that money am I putting into assets? Am I investing into cash flow producing assets? There is so many ways to make money. There's so many ways to grow your money, but guess what? You've got to invest that time and money into yourself to make sure that you find out, hey, listen, what are the best options for me? And let me tell you something. There's a bunch of options. Start doing your due diligence. So in closing, here's a couple of bullet points that I want to give you to really 
marinate on, to really think about and consider. Number one, you want to make sure that you're increasing your value as a person. You've got to become more valuable. One of the best ways for us to become more valuable is with communication skills, sales skills, leadership skills. Because guess what? If you become more valuable, you bring more value to the marketplace, the marketplace can compensate you more money, right? The more valuable you are to the marketplace, the more money the marketplace will pay to you. So number one, invest in yourself, get more valuable, okay? Number two, you should be focusing on increasing your income by at least 10% every year. Here's the thing. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. If you're not increasing your income by at least 10%, inflation is crushing you. It's not two to 3% as the government says, especially nowadays, it's significantly more than 10% nowadays during the pandemic, right? And one of the things I advise people all the time is you want to live on 50% of your income. Now that that may not be easy, you know, out the gate, but it may be something that you could gradually get to to live on 50% and eventually on 10%, but but the goal, the initial goal should be 50%. The problem is that most people, they make, let's say 5,000 bucks, 7,000 bucks. And you know, if they make 5,000, they spend 6,000. They're always putting stuff on credit, right? They're buying things that they don't need to impress people that they don't like and people that frankly don't like them. And it's just, it's just useless, right? So 50%, you want to also focus on increasing your assets every single year. What are some of the assets that you're putting into? right? I've got a friend who I just had on the podcast and he teaches people how to have Airbnbs without owning real estate, where they rent a house and they go out there and they put on Airbnb and they turn that into a positive cash flow. The point is that the information is out there. The resources are available. Matter of fact, most of the resources are available either free or very, very cheap. There's no excuse. And and as I always say, a quote by, by 50 cent, I'm not the biggest fan of 50 cent to, you know, but I like this quote. And he said in one of his songs in 2001, he said, the only excuse for being broke is being in jail. If you follow my podcast, you've heard me say that, right? That's very, very true. So anyways, this is the reason why cash is trash and why savers are losers. And everything that I said, guess what? I said it, I meant it, and I'm here to represent it. See you guys at the top and from the top. Take care.